Hi guys, welcome back to Self Help Me Podcast. I am so happy to be here. It's been two weeks since I've posted. Honestly, there's no excuse other than I didn't like the podcast I made last week and I've just been procrastinating. But I feel like this episode is going to be a good one. I have much more to share than I did last week. So honestly, everything happens for a reason. Okay, starting off strong. I... Okay, so last week I had to go pick up my winter tires. I'm saying that in quotations, okay? I had to go pick up my winter tires for my mom's coworker. He drove up from Edmonton because he was coming to Calgary for a work event. So he was already coming up anyways. But my mom's like, can you please bring up my daughter's tires? He's like, sure. So I go to meet this guy to grab my tires And I get so lost. My Google Maps sends me to God knows where. And I had to pull over in a very unconventional spot. And this lady was like, you can't park here. And I was like, I fucking know that. That's why my, like, signal is on. Thank you very much. She's like, well, you can't park here. You're getting hit. And I was like, obviously. But um, where else do you want me to park? I'm literally lost. And I, I cannot... It was just one of those times where you just literally had to stop and be like, "What the? where the fuck am I? So I stopped, I pulled over, and whatever. She helped me, and she was. Ve- she ended up being very nice. I thought she was going to go total Karen on me, but she ended up being really nice and then, like, touched my shoulder and was like, it's okay. And I was like, thank you very much. I really appreciate the help. And then, anyways, her help didn't actually help because I still got lost, and I pulled over and I literally bawled my eyes out and I was like I hate driving I hate this so much why can't I ever because if I don't know an area oh my fucking god nightmare nightmare like when I moved to Calgary honestly it was like two months a good two months of like terrible driving and like uncomfortability and like crying and panicking and literally I've gone down a one way the wrong way And this guy was, like, waving at me to turn around. And I was like, what the fuck? It is confusing. It is confusing. Anyways, I get the tires. I came back home and I literally laid in bed for the entirety of that day. Because I just, my anxiety was at an all-time high. And I just literally could not do anything more after that event. I book a tire appointment so that I can get my tires put on. Okay, so then I drive to the tire place I leave my car there and I walk like 30 minutes home 20-30 minutes and it's cold and there was like a man across the street just screaming fuck you at like literally nothing and I was like okay this man's on drugs and then I get a call like super early from the tire shop and they're like hey Logan um tires are already on your car like your winter tires are already on your car like the tires like that you have that you brought those are all seasons and I was like what (laughs) wait go back and he's like yeah like the tires that are on your car already are winter tires and I was like you're fucking joking me this is a prank no I had to walk all the way back and get my car just as it already was this whole time I thought that my winter tires were on they weren't (laughs) Sorry, they are, they were. And 
I think it was because I forgot to take off my winter tires in the summer, and I just thought that I was driving around with my all seasons. And then when it came to winter, I was like, oh, I got to get my winter tires put on. And they were already on. I honestly was like, only this would happen to me. How am I so dumb? And then my dad and I got in an argument about it. And then we like didn't talk for like a couple days because of this. And anyway, whatever. But my winter tires like are not too worn out from driving them around all summer. But they are like a good, a good percentage down. I think I only have like one season of winter left in them. So anyway... That was my, like, embarrassing moment for the week. Um, what else is new? Okay, the other day I went to go visit my auntie. She's, like, the only family that I have here. And I only see her, like, a few times a year. Like, when I first moved here, like, it was, it's kind of awkward. Like, we were never super close, you know? But we started getting closer. And I just feel like the most recent visit we had, I just felt so comfortable with her and it's not awkward and I also feel like my social skills have improved like when you start living on your own and adulting and your parents aren't around with other family members for you to like converse with it's like you have to figure out how to communicate with people on your own because like my dad for sure oh my god Lucy my dad is like always the talker so I feel like when it comes to like hanging out with family members and stuff like like not immediate family obviously like you know I mean like uncles and aunts that like you're not as close with he always did the talking I feel like I just like sat there you know so I feel like those like having conversations was always like awkward because I just didn't know how to do it on my own and then now as an adult like going over to her place like when I first moved here I was so awkward so uncomfortable and this last time I went it was just her and I and like she made me like soup and salad and buns and she gave me like a bunch of cinnamon rolls to take home and then we just watched like the yearling which is like a very 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 old movie and it was so like wholesome and it was so sweet and we just like talked about life and I just feel so much more grounded and like comfortable that like I have family to turn to if I need them and I really trust her, and I really just feel so comfortable with her, and, like, she's so cute and so funny, and anyway, like, it just made my heart so full, and it was just very nice that it was just her and I, like, I don't know, I just, oh, it makes me happy, so I'm just also so proud of myself that I've learned how to stop being so awkward, I've just gotten so much better with my social skills, and I can, and I can just kind of live it up you know so yeah I'm very proud of myself hi guys it's the next day I went for a run a sunrise run with my friend this morning and it was so fun despite the fact that it was basically like skating because it was so icy so we got definitely got some exercise in but (laughs) it was different than I thought it was gonna be but you know what what can you really expect it's icy so Anyway, that was really fun, very refreshing, great way to start the day. I haven't woken up earlier than 10 a.m. in a very long time, so that was nice. Um, My next thing that I wanted to talk about today was that I'm not talking to, like, a single man. Like, not a single one. I've deleted all of my dating apps, and I haven't talked to anyone in, like, I'd say one or two months. 
one in a bit months. I feel like I used to always be talking to someone, like whether I had a boyfriend, um, obviously I never cheated, so like if I was in a relationship, I would be with that only person. Um, but if I was single, normally I have like at least a few guys I'm talking to. I feel like I used to do this just because it helped curb my loneliness, but it made it worse because I didn't really... I don't know, I didn't really like these guys, but I just found comfort in, like, talking to people, even if I didn't like them. Which may seem like I was leading them on, but in the same way, like, it wasn't going anywhere anyway. Like, most of these people were, like, also not ready to commit. So, it wasn't like I was wasting anybody's time. I like to communicate those things to people, and if, you know, I really like someone, I always tell them how I really feel. And if they aren't able to give me what I want and need, then I move on. Um, but always having somebody to talk to was coming from a very anxious, fearful place. And I thought that like the fear of having no one to talk to was terrifying. I was scared to be like alone to deal with whatever I wasn't healed from and things that scared me. I wasn't ready to be alone in those things but I also didn't feel ready to be in a relationship as much as I wanted to convince myself that I was ready and I just wanted somebody that would love me and take care of me and all those things I'm in a much more mature place looking back I was not stable I was not ready if I had gotten into a relationship at that time it would have been awful it would have ended and I probably would have felt worse off and I feel like this is where a lot of people go wrong, including myself, is like you're not healed from something pretty major and you don't feel like you can be the best partner to somebody at that time. Even though, you know, I, I know that I have so much potential to be a good partner and I feel like I'm in a place where I definitely could be ready to have a partner right now, but I'm just not rushing anything. Like I'm just happy doing whatever. Like, I'd say, like, a year ago, like, a year ago today, I was, like, always talking to somebody, and I just felt so scared to be alone, like, away from my phone or away from, because that just was my escape, like, I escape from reality or escape from whatever I was trying to suppress, and it honestly just made things worse because the reality wasn't as scary as I felt like it was going to be, but when you really start healing, it's kind of unexplainable. Like, just when you finally let go of feelings that have been pent up for so long, and when you finally allow yourself to just feel what you're feeling instead of always trying to find something to cope or suppress it or pretend like it's not there, it gets worse if you do those things. So when you finally let things release, I don't know, life just starts to getting so much easier. And... It's like the little fears every day. You know what I mean? That's why I, I procrastinate is because you're scared to not do a perfect job at it or you're scared that it's not going to work out or you're going to get rejected or that, you know, in my mind, it's just that fight, flight or f fight or flight feeling that like if I don't do it right, things go really wrong, even though that's just in your head. Half the time, I don't think things are really as bad as you build it up, you know what I mean? It's all in your mindset, um, but it's so hard to see, 
And oftentimes, like, you know, I'm, I'm, I've always been aware of these things that I'm doing as self-destruction, but it's not until it, like, really clicks and you really start focusing on things and working on things that you're like, wow, I really wasn't doing anything to make it better, even though you think that you are, but I really wasn't. So, and that went for, like, friendships as well. Like, I felt like I, like, a year ago, like, I just felt, like, so confused. I also had, like, a terrible job. It just felt like nothing could be worse, and I just wanted somebody to make life a little bit better, and I felt like I had friendships that were just, like, too codependent, and I depended on way too much, Um, and I felt like it was reciprocal in that sense, and I just felt like I, when that friendship ended, I realized, like, I need to be my own person, and I need to do this on my own, because nobody is going to be able to pull you out of this except for yourself, and it was once I started making those conscious efforts to literally just work on myself and not constantly feel like you need someone else to save you, is when you really start to save yourself um, from those, like, sinking feelings, And often, like, when I get those intrusive thoughts or all-or-nothing kind of feelings, I will write down, like, in my journal, I'll just be like, I'm not crazy. What I'm feeling feels scary, but I know it's not as bad as I think it is. Do I feel okay right now? No, but I know that tomorrow will be a better day. And just being, like, honest with myself, you don't have to lie and trick yourself into feeling better because normally it doesn't you know, just be honest with how you really are feeling, and you can work towards a better feeling, but I used to believe that, like, like, oh my god, if I had a boyfriend, everything would be better, everything would be solved, I'd be happy, I wouldn't be depressed, I wouldn't be anxious, and all those emotions that you feel when you are alone, the sadness, the depression, the anxiety, will still be there when you're in a relationship, but often it can feel more heightened because you haven't done the work to be ready for a relationship. I'm not saying that's the case for everybody, but I'm just saying personal experience. I used to always rush into something thinking, like when I was like younger and I was first dating people when I was in high school, I used to always rush into relationships thinking, this is going to make me feel better, this person's going to love me, and I will feel better. You literally won't. You won't. All of those relationships, I felt depressed, so anxious, so stressed, and I felt worse because all this time I realized this person can't make me happy, this person can't cure my, cure my depression, this person can't cure my problems. It's only once you start to treat yourself the way that you want to be treated, like you have to, like for example, I love words of affirmation, I love when people give you that validation. I love when I hear, oh, you look so pretty. Oh, you look so nice right now. You, your smile looks beautiful. Your eyes look, like just compliments like that just like make me feel so validated and special. You can give that to yourself. You can wake up and you can look at yourself and tell yourself all those same things. And like I was talking about in my last episode, um, how to embrace divine feminine energy, Um, you need to validate yourself. You need to learn how to 
always celebrate yourself every day after every little thing. Like today, for example, I was really anxious about my schedule and I was like, oh shit, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? And I was like, okay, take a deep breath and take it one step at a time. I'm like, what's the more logical thing to do here? Okay, and then move on from there. What's the next thing? Instead of skipping five steps ahead and going, I don't know what to do, just like take a step back, look at the situation and be like, okay, this is what I can do to my schedule. And this could be worst case scenario. And if that happens, it'll be just fine, you know? And it all worked out. And and it was a very minor bump in the day. Very, very minor. But in the moment, I felt really stressed that like, shit, I have no idea what I'm going to do. Um, and you just got to know that like you're always there for yourself. You have to, in order for you to fully be confident in your own self and fully trust yourself, you need to be consistent with yourself because if you keep doing self-destructive things and tying into that self-doubt and believing all those negative thoughts in your head, the more you just start to dislike yourself and the more you are holding yourself back from living a life of freedom and happiness and mental clarity and confidence. I feel like once you let go of that constant need for external validation or male attention, you're like, I really don't need someone to tell me that I look pretty. I really don't need someone to spend time with. And that's just in a relationship sense. Like, I've learned a lot that, like, I've learned a lot recently that, like, I shouldn't be isolating myself all the time. Every day off that I spend out of work, I should try to connect with friends and family. I should spend that time you know, enjoying that time instead of stressing and sitting at home and going, oh my God, what am I going to do with my life? Spend that time with people and, you know, balance your time, of course. Like, you need work-life balance and you need to get chores and stuff done. But I feel so good when I have people in my life that make things better. It makes my week so much better. It makes, you know, my day so much better. Um, I've been spending time with family. Like, I was talking about my auntie. And I've been spending more time with my friends and it really fills me up and it makes me realize like how much I miss hanging out with friends and how I just should just text them more often. Be like, hey, are you free today? It's just a text message. If they're not free, then all you did was ask and that's fine. But it doesn't have to be like an entire day. You can spend a couple hours together. You can have a sleepover. You can go for drinks. You can go for coffee. You can go for a walk. You can work out together go for drives together, you can just talk about life, like there's, it's so healing, it's so, it makes me feel so good, and also boosts your confidence, because you feel so good when you're laughing around people that you love, and it makes you feel, makes you feel like the shit, like people think I'm funny, people like spending time with me, and that makes you feel really good as a person, and it fills me up, and I feel like a lot of times I used to just isolate myself and isolate myself because I am more naturally introverted, but I feel like I, I'm i like, oh, well, I'll hang out with friends when this problem resolves or I'll hang out with friends when whatever. And I feel like I'm depriving myself of this because I don't feel like I deserve it or I feel like I need to work harder and able to in order to be able to enjoy my free time with friends and quality time with family um and the thing is you deserve to spend time with friends and family whether or not your life is going the way that you think it is supposed to and that it's 
not hard to just send a text and reach out. And it, you know what I mean? I feel like you, I overthink it so much in my head. Like, oh, I don't know if I'll have time. Plan it out then. Figure out if you need to get this and this done in the in the daytime or if you need to cook or if you need to do laundry. Write a schedule at, you know, when I wake up at 7, I'm going to put the laundry in and start meal prepping. And then maybe at 2 p.m., I'm going to go hang out with a friend, go here or go there. It's all about planning. Just figure it out. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like that's a huge thing that I've realized recently. And one of my friends and I have been talking about, like, moving in together when my lease is up in the summer. And the more I think about it, the more excited I get about it because I feel like living alone, I've just isolated myself so much. And when I finally spend time with friends or family, I'm like, wow, I miss, like, human interaction. Like, I miss having someone to talk to or someone to like spend time with like how fun like I think it's gonna be so fun and like maybe I will miss a little bit of that living alone aspect but as long as you have someone that you're comfortable with that also respects your privacy and your alone time you know that's all that matters and I like have no doubts that like this will be a very fun living situation I really hope it works out Um, fingers crossed because I feel like this is going to be like a whole new chapter and I feel like it'd be so fun like I feel like living in your 20s is meant for like living with your roommates and like having fun together Um, and like as much as living alone is nice because you have a lot of independence and a lot of free time and you know a lot of quiet it's also so lonely and I've been living alone for so long that like I'm a little bit over it and like I just like think about how nice it would be just to come home and have someone to talk to about my day and like without needing a boyfriend like and I obviously like I feel like get to that point you have to I'm not gonna just move in with the next guy I meet like it takes a long time to build a relationship with a guy and then finally move in with them like I'm not gonna do that on a whim you know because like especially breakups happen and then you're like well I gotta find a new place to live I'd rather live with a friend that I trust and that I know we're not going to have a breakup. <laughs> and I feel like it's, I just feel really excited about it. So, yeah, fingers crossed. Um, but back to, like, what I was saying, like, I always felt like I had a guy on the go just to talk to because it curbed my loneliness. But and I just kept thinking, like, oh, I can't find any guys that want to commit. I'm sure that I'm not giving off the commitment vibe either. I'm sure that, like, I'm attracting these people because I wasn't in a place to be committed to people. I wasn't mentally ready. I wasn't emotionally ready. I was still working on myself a lot. And as much as I was trying to convince myself that, like, I'm ready for it and, like, I can do this, no, I don't think I could have. So it's just, like, a very nice breath of fresh air. It feels like... I can just literally be single and I can just not go on dates. I love that because I feel like I was constantly going on dates and I was constantly on dating apps and I was constantly talking to guys and it was so exhausting and it never went anywhere and it just felt like such a waste of time. And as much as it taught me a lot, I was just like, what am I really doing here? Because even if this works out with this guy... I don't want to have to tell people, oh, we met on Tinder or we met on Bumble. And there's nothing wrong with that if that's your story or if that's how you want to do it. I just want to, like, let the universe take charge. Let it just happen. I want to, like, naturally meet someone 
at the gym or at the grocery store or on a walk or whatever. Life, like things just happen and it's not as crazy as you think it is. Um, so I just, I just want to let things naturally happen. You know what I mean? And cause date, online dating just feels so forced. Like it feels so forced to, you know, meet this person and to, you know, talk deep about with a stranger and it just feels so awkward and weird and as much as I've done it, it still feels awkward and weird and you do meet some interesting people and some nice people, but just, it never gives off commitment vibes. Like it never gives off the people that I'm looking for. Except I did see a cute guy at the gym and he kept checking me out. And I literally worked out for an extra like 30 to 45 minutes just so that I could be like near him in case maybe, you know, he's going to come over and talk to me, which he didn't. But he kept like looking over at me and I was like, are you going to do something about it or? And I should have, I should have like gone up. Also, like he was just like not in a good, there's just a lot of people around and I definitely took a doubt. But if he were to come up to me, I definitely would talk to him. But I was too scared to go over there and do the thing. But you never know. I am back to meal prepping breakfast and making myself just hot water in the morning. Because I read somewhere that drinking hot water or like warm water just like calms your nervous system. And that's like a very good calming way to start the day. Because your brain is in theta waves when you wake up and when you're sleeping. So I don't know what theta means exactly, but I think it's like part of your brain waves. And this is how you program your subconscious. And this is how you start your day in like a good way. Because if you like wake up and immediately check your email or check your text messages or check Instagram or TikTok... The rest of your day is going to revolve around that. But when you wake up in a more grounded, mindful way, the rest of your day goes so much smoother. And I find that just that 0.5 of a second choice that it can make or break your direction for your day. So I think that's the most important like choice that you make. It's like, What's the first thing you do when you wake up, you know? Doesn't have to be anything grand, but, like, I just would recommend avoiding picking up your phone and just, like, checking whatever on your phone because I guarantee nothing's pressing, nothing's important, and even if it is, you need that time to, like, let your brain reset, you know? When you just wake up, your brain is like, what's going on? I was just dreaming about this, and now I'm conscious. It's, like, weird. So... I try to just, like, allow myself to, like, slowly just wake up in the mornings. And often I'll just, like, stand up and do some stretches and stuff. And sometimes I journal. Sometimes I meditate. Sometimes I read. And sometimes I just eat breakfast. So every morning is different. And I, as long as I'm doing something healthy in the morning, I'm okay if it's not as consistent as I would like it to be. But also every morning is just different, you know? And that's okay for me. I'm okay with that. I, I feel like it's... You know, society thinks that you should have the same routine every single day, but that's just not the way that I am. I'm just, every day I switch it up. I have no idea why, but I just, and I like it that way. It's kind of exciting. But I still have my routine of going to the gym and eating breakfast, but it's just like the first thing I do every morning is different, or the order I do it in. I 
finished watching season three of Dead to Me. Oh, it's so good. But also, I feel like the ending was so... I don't know how I feel about it. I don't know if you've ever seen Dead to Me, but it's really funny and entertaining. I don't know how much to say without spoiling it, so I just recommend watching it. It's on Netflix. Um, yeah, it's a really good one. Highly recommend. And I just finished watching Tammy with Melissa McCarthy. That movie is so funny. But I need to... I started watching... Um, Jonah Hill made a documentary about therapy and his therapist. It's called Stutz. And I've watched it, like, bits and pieces. But I haven't been paying attention enough to, like... I, don't, I haven't paid attention enough. Sorry. My TV just went crazy. Um, but parts that I saw of that documentary were very helpful and very calming and basically like Jonah Hill like made this documentary so that he's sharing resources that like his therapist helped him with that he feels the rest of the world should know about and that's so cool and it's also so amazing to see every like people's different viewpoints on life and it was just really, really cool to watch. So I highly recommend. I'm going to watch the rest of it tonight. But yes, it was. it's very good. And hopefully next week I will do a full update on that documentary because I want to talk about it more. Um, I need to start a new book because I was reading It Ends With Us. And you guys, that book had me in shambles. I'm going to do a little spoiler here so you guys just need to... If you're reading it or you plan on reading it, I would just skip ahead. Um, in the book, there's a lot of reference to, like, Finding Nemo and the, you know, just keep swimming quote and how that pertains to life and just, you know, keep moving forward. So in the book, this girl meets this guy. They fall in love and they get married and then he starts becoming, like, abusive. And I just, oh, this book was so heartbreaking. But also, the end was so good. And I just related to her so much. Just from a very unhealthy relationship standpoint. And just broke my heart. Then, I don't know. like, And she grew up from a very abusive family. And at the end of the book, the last sentence is can stop swimming now Lily we finally reached the shore oh my god and I just thought a lot about that quote and like it made me realize like we are all just like people and this is just an example I'm gonna give we're all just swimming in the ocean and like the tide just takes you here and there all these unexpected places and you're very like not sure what's gonna happen and you keep meeting new people along the way you see sad things happen and and then before you even know it, one day, everything is perfect and you reach the shore and you can stop pushing so hard to get to where you want to be because you've arrived. And it just makes me so happy to think about it. It's just like all the things you've ever wanted from your life, like, and even when you think you have it all, you know what I mean? There's there's always more that you're, you're going to want. But I feel like once you feel like you've accomplished everything that you've wanted to do out of life you're like this is it and I finally feel like I found my place I finally feel like 
I accept where I am in life. I finally feel exactly where I'm meant to be. And I don't know. It just makes me so emotional. Because all we're all we are all doing is our best. And life is crazy, especially in our twenties. Once you hit your thirties, you know, you kinda have your friend groups a bit more, you know, figured out. You probably have settled down in a location you like. You have your career kind of planning out. And things are just a bit more certain. But especially in your twenties, things are just changing so often and there's so much like ups and downs that come with your 20s you're figuring out how to live on your own you're figuring out how to be an adult you're figuring out what you want out of life out of relationships out of friendships and as well as like pursuing a career and like trying to make it financially and doing all the things you know what I mean and at the end of the day I just like to think about how I've worked so hard and like all the hard work I'm putting in is leading to that final destination. You know what I mean? So I don't know. That's all I wanted to talk about in today's episode. I hope it was worth the wait. (laughs) I love you guys and I hope you have a great rest of your night. Bye guys.